Hey, this is Rob Mora of the Hakusan Group. I would rather do a thousand burpees than listen to this podcast. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to the Maleko and Flash podcast. I'm Maleko. Yo, I'm Flash. What's up? What's going on, Fleshy Flash? So, uh, since we last spoke, Flash has now taken over the radio show that I used to have. Suck oh it. Oh, my God. That Suck is, it, Maleko. That's crazy. It's Wait, crazy. Did we find a name for it? Is it is it Maleko's other room? It's, <laughs> I, <laughs> Maleko's sloppy seconds was my favorite choice. I wanted to go sloppy seconds. Um, someone else actually, I think it was Dot, said that it's like, oh, well, if you're taking over Maleko's room, you should call it Flash's Closet. Ah, I thought that was really clever. I I thought that was really clever. But then that would require you coming out of it. (laughs) Who knows when that'll happen? TBD. So I actually call it flash drive. Oh. That's a fun. That's... Sorry, yeah. that, that was yeah, excitement yeah, yeah. in my voice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she was stoked. Not really. It's, it's on the radio? Who listens to that? What? I think there's an app for that. <laughs> I think more people listen to the podcast than the radio show. So. we got some special guests in the studio today. You are hearing the voice of our bartender, Yui, uh, who's also a radio star. She has a radio Hi. show of her own. And on she's Star 101.9. Yeah. You guys are now co-workers. <laughs> yeah, again. Yay, again, again for the yeah. third time. For the third time, yeah. I can't get rid of this guy. So Yui um, was a promoter for my favorite club promotion ever called Chitty Bang, and then which I guess is currently in hiatus. Yes. And um, currently won't. she is bartending at the Republic. And Piggy Smalls. And, and Piggy Smalls. Pig and the Lady, the franchise. And then you have a show on Star on Sundays, the BAMP Project show. Oh, yeah. On Sundays at 9 p.m. With? With uh, Super CW. Right. Which is awesome. It's open format, so it's like a lot better music. (laughs) (laughs) Shots fired. And you, I don't work here anymore. Yeah, Maleko's like, yeah, cool, man. Yeah, you're right. The music sucks. (laughs) (laughs) That DJ, though, he sucks even more. (laughs) So, you, thanks for coming in uh, and, and being bartender today. You just came back from a big trip to Japan. Ooh, yeah. That was kind of fun. Uh, it, I, was, I was living your life through Instagram, uh, and I happened to, uh, to notice that you were, you were in one of my favorite cities, Osaka. Uh, did you visit Kyoto? No, I, di- I didn't have time. But uh, ne- next trip, next trip, because the flights are super cheap. But, yeah, yeah. Osaka's great. Yeah, that that deal comes around every once in a while, and yeah. it's like it's like five hundred dollars round trip or three hundred round. It was three hundred. It's so like, crazy. What? How is this even possible? I know. I like even if it, even if it's all a cart and I got everything, it was like three fifty tops. There's um, in fact, on KSSK, Michael W. Perry's always talking about Asia Air or something. It's like a hundred and twenty dollars mm-hmm. one way. Yeah, to Japan, and they just announced today they're going to do everyday flights starting Dang. starting next month. Daily wow. flights to Japan. We go. We go. <laughs> we go. Oh, my God. The <laughs> podcast go. in Japan. How great podcast would that Podcast in Japan. Let's do it. On the road. On the road. Let's we also go. have another guest today. We're going to get back to the, to the drink of the day here in a minute. But we do have another guest in the studio. Our special guest today uh, will also be playing some music for us, we hope. Uh, but we're very stoked to have him here. Uh, he's uh, He's been a long time uh, a gigster in the local bar and nightclub scene. Uh, Maleko's just making up words <laughs> a now. A regular fixture, if you will. Uh, one of my favorite artists uh, and friends, uh, Tavana, is here. Hello, world. Thanks for having listen, me, guys. Listen to some of the bands that Tavana has opened for. Mm-hmm. He's, he's opened up for Alabama Shakes, Shaky Graves, Xavier Rudd, Jenny Lewis, Julian Marley, and Kaleo. And we're going to get to the Eddie Vedder story a little later yes. on. Yes. Savannah is legit. Seriously. I know. Thanks, guys. Jeez. (laughs) Jeez. That's it. That's why we were surprised when we learned that there was anybody else with the name Tavana on Instagram. It's like, <laughs> how dare you? Ah, yes, the Tavana official story. <laughs> Is there other Tavanas on yeah, Instagram? Yeah, well, it's you know, there's like some random like Iranian jewelry and hair companies, and because <laughs> like, apparently like Tavana means power oh. in Persian. Oh, 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 or, okay. What is Tavana? I'm sorry, Farsi. Oh, oh okay. what what does Tavana mean in Hawaiian? Hawaiian? Uh, it's actually a Tahitian name. It means oh, Tahitian, chief okay. Or governor, and, you know. Oh, oh, I like it. Yeah, the big guy. Also, the, the chief. <laughs> that might also be a good name for a jewelry company, then that's, too. You know, so yeah. if you ever, you know, decide to branch out. Right, that's true. <laughs> if music doesn't work out after all 
all these years. Yes. <laughs> Interestingly enough, my stepdad is a jeweler. So that oh. there you go. Oh, hi, George. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! We got uh, one person listening. Now. One person listening. <laughs> Sweet. Yes. Uh, <laughs> It's a running joke around here that uh, the only people who listen to the podcast are the guests we have on the show. So, and and uh, my mom. And Flash's <laughs> mom, who's a big supporter. We really appreciate her. So we do the show drunk, so let's get drunk. Uh, let's go, Yui. Yui. What you got? Do your job, right. Yui. Oh, my God. What are you making for us today? So this drink is called The Crossover, and you can get it at Piggy Smalls. Um, it's very Asian. <laughs> All right. I very like Asian. I brought my own ice because I don't trust your ice. Okay. That's a good, that's a good call. <laughs> and yeah. I brought my own glassware because also red solo cups for this drink is not going to oh. cut it. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Also a good call. <laughs> also, but I do like drinking out of the red solo cups. There's, it's like a house party. Right. I, I feel like this is an appropriate red solo cup situation. Oh, you, this is this real. Dude, she brought whoa, straws. This is it. Like the real deal going on here. This is wow. fun. This, this is, is fun. Oh, there's only four of us. Great. This is good. Some oh, bartenders okay, so. do some of this prep before the show, but you can do it during the show. Yeah, that's, that's fine. fine. That's totally okay. Well, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> <laughs> no one, Excuse even Tavana doesn't listen to your podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry, I was busy. <laughs> so while else. she's making the drink, we're yeah. going to ask her what's in it and everything like that. We're okay. going to uh, we're going to come up with the word of the day. It's a drinking game we play during the show, so we're going to try and sneak the word in as often as we can. And uh, as our special guest today, you get to come up with the word. Okay, just let me know what I gotta do, man. Just tell me what word you think we're gonna say a lot. Oh, that's one of the. I have to think about this? Like I have to yeah. use my brain. Yeah. Oh, okay, right, like a drinking humor. Yeah. Um, um, the? No, okay, that's. <laughs> Somebody all right. came up with that <laughs> the, before. It's like, sure. yeah. It wasn't the I was first like, that's, time. That's, that's too, uh, um, too many times. Um, it was a guy hugging. Yeah, uh, let's say music. Music. Oh, I like that. Music. Let me get you uh, a noisemaker, your noisemaker of choice there. We got maracas. Maracas. Uh, we've got a, uh, a Christmas bell. The annoying Salvation Army we bell. Have the, we have a teacher's bell as well. I'm going to hold on to this one, though. Yeah. Um, so every time we hear the word of the day, which is? Music. Everybody scream big noise. Yay! Yay! And then you have a drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm currently just drinking uh, Kona Red cold brew coffee, though, because I'm yeah. We're waiting for a cocktail. So you oh, here we go. Here's Yui's finally getting it together. What, what's the right. name of this drink? So it's called the crossover. It's okay. with Ichiko Blue Shochu. Um, we home make our hibiscus ginger simple syrup, um, and then it has a little bit of yuzu, which is like a Japanese um, lemon lime flavor. It's like a Japanese lemon, but it's really good. And then I top it off uh, with prosecco. To kind of like kill the sweetness a little bit. Why is like, everything Japanese so perfect and delicious? Oh my god, their flavors are freaking amazing. This is awesome. Giggity. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I forgot. Um, and then uh, there's a jasmine spritz on top. Damn. All right. Yeah. Is that, is that carbonation that I just heard? Yeah, there? yes. Popping champagne in the studio. <laughs> I like that. I feel I like, like I feel like we're in a rap studio now. <laughs> Popping pop bubblies in the studio. Hold on, let me make it rain. <laughs> make it rain. All right. So, back in 2009, Eddie Vedder invited Tavana to sing Hawaii 78, which is a Hawaii national anthem of sorts. Yeah. So with Hawaii, him at the Hawaii Theater. Hawaii 78. Uh, it, it's a recording that you probably heard since then. It happened. Pearl Jam uh, came to Hawaii. They played several shows. Actually, a couple of the. Uh, 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 the Hawaii Theater. Was it the Hawaii Theater? Was the, no, it was the arena. Yeah, it was yeah, the Hawaii, Hawaii Theater. Hawaii yeah. uh, They actually played the arena, too, right? Yeah, that was another year. So this was a solo. And, and, he was solo at the Hawaii Theater. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Then, uh, and then there was another time where he actually he came on stage. I heard with you, too. I missed that because we were getting drunk at the well, parking that's lot. that's right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Flash, you were with me. We were getting drunk in the parking we, lot. We rented a... We missed. Uh, we rented uh, the party bus. Yeah. No, we were there. It was just far away. It was like, oh, who's this other little ant coming out on stage next to the guy that I think is Bono because we were like a million miles away from the actual yeah. stage. But that was the show which, Eddie Vedder came like, out. Billy Joe came out from Green Day. Yeah, it's yes. going to be fun. So anyway, so Eddie Vedder's been here. He likes Hawaii a lot. And he invited you to come play with him. And you happened to be there for now what has become this epic moment. Tell me about that. How did that all happen? Uh, okay, so the first time I met Eddie Vedder, I was going to one of my bar gigs at a place called Kelly O'Neill's. 
walked in, started to set up. I turned around, and he stands. He's just right in front of me. He's sticking his hand out like, what's up? My name's Eddie. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I know who you are, man. Like, what are you doing here, dude? Like, and Basically, he's like, oh, well, I was out surfing, and a buddy of mine said I had to come and see you. So I'm going to sit right oh, here, wow. and I'm going to watch your first set. And he... No pressure to yeah, Bono, no, no, official. He, said he sits right in front of me and watches my entire, you know, for an hour, watches me play. Is that when you were just Tavana, and then after that occasion, then you switched it to Tavana official? Uh, right, exactly. I felt a lot more official you, at that you point. You got the Eddie Vedder blue certified yes. check next he year. He suggested name. the official. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. No. Yeah, but, you know, it was such super wild. We ended up talking that night, you know, becoming friends, you know, exchange phone numbers, and then I didn't really use the phone number. And then randomly, I decided to call him, you know, like months later. And he's like, oh, dude, I just got off the phone with the Hawaii book. You know, we're doing a show, Hawaii Theater. You want to sit in? I'm playing two nights in a row. You can come on for the Hana Hose, and I'll introduce you to so my you, audience. So you what? just happened to call him right yeah. after he books the Talk about like, serendipitous. Yeah. You just had, a, you just had a, a, mom, a moment. You know, I was, like, like, I was like, I can't just call Eddie all the time. You know what I mean? So I, I didn't use the number forever. I and I just like, you know, months later, I was like, you know, I really should at least reach out and you know that's probably a good idea so then i happened to he happened to just get off the phone exactly it was yeah yeah. so so he invited you to come out and play so you guys got together before the show i'm guessing and and did you plan the song how did the song happen so at that point he had already busted it out like at the stadium you know um their version with pearl jam and so he asked me what do you think about doing hoi 70 and i was like man that would be incredible you know and then and then so we come in, the first time we, we decide to work on what it is, is that day at Soundcheck at an empty Hawaii Theater room. And uh, we're going through it, just kind of like the slow version of it. And I'm like, you know, what would be really cool, man, is if, you know, we, you know, after we get through the second chorus, let's just like go balls to the wall and let's like go double time and just start, I'll just start shredding on the guitar. And he's like, that's a great idea. So we create this whole new arrangement with it. And he was super stoked about it. And just really amazing, man. He was such a gracious man and just so down to earth and doesn't feel like you're you're talking with a what, superstar. You what know what kind mean? of balls does it take when you're doing a sound check with Eddie Vedder to go, you know what? I want to change the song. <laughs> you, you know, after the second chorus, I don't like the way you're doing it. What about my idea? Uh, uh, right, like, right. Are you scared yes, to even suggest exactly. anything? Yeah, it was like, no, you know it would be better, dude? You know. <laughs> yeah. Your way's cool and all, but... Uh, no. It, you know, if his name wasn't Jeremy, you know, like if his name was Ralph, <laughs> he's Ralph has spoken. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> All right, so you're so you're making this musical moment. This creation is going on here. Music, by the way. Yeah. Oh, mm. ding-a-ling. Oh, this is a tasty cocktail. It is very delicious and very. You're right. It tastes very Asian. <laughs> it, it, it does. I can taste the yuzu. Is who, who is she? Man, I <laughs> yes. I would like to find out who she is. So you're you're making you're you're in the creative moment. Then you're 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 riffing. You're coming up with with ways to make the song better. Then he, then you go out on stage and you do it. Um, right, that and, moment was just incredible. Actually, um, I don't know if you remember the the Walk the Line movie. You know, he's out there and the, the, the curtains down, and he's waiting to go on stage for the first time. He's following like Elvis, and you know, Johnny Cash is waiting to go. First time the curtains raise, this huge audience. He's just like, whoa! I mean, that was the exact moment that I experienced because Hawaii theaters, it, it was Hanaho, so the curtains had closed. Yeah, and he's like, come here and sit next to me, and then and like, so the crowd the is cur- already the like cr- crowd is just freaking out like, yeah. we want more, we want more, and then they open the curtain slowly and it's just like holy monkey dude and i'm sitting next to him and he just like you know he's sitting next to me and he's just like so this is he tells the story how he met me and i'm just like being super gracious you know propping me up all these ways i'm just like blown away pressure i realized at that very moment (laughs) that i don't have a pick in my pocket and i'm like i'm like oh dude and i literally have to which is so me you know like forgetting gear everywhere and like i'm just like i can't believe this and i'm like so eddie dude can i borrow a pick and he's like He's like, yeah, man. And he passed me a pick. He's like, you can borrow my audience, too. It was just like, it was so, so perfect, man. It was such a good, such a good time, man. I will always remember those two nights. It was so That's great. Awesome. Yeah. Now, that moment was so epic that uh, Eddie decided uh, the, it was recorded. Thank God. Yeah. They, and and I had no idea that they were recording this. I found this out. I had moved to Austin to go chase the dream and all that. And then he calls me out of the blue and he's like oh by the way we recorded that and we're putting it on a vinyl record and giving it to our our That's whole cool fan that base he even told yeah. you because he uh, yeah, could have yeah. easily just 
put it out and not thought twice about it. And, sure, and yeah. You could have never known. It was super cool. And, and that, you know, actually that was one of the longest, another one of the longest conversations we had on the phone where he was just like giving me great advice and just like, you know, we were just hanging, shooting, shooting the breeze and just, just super, super cool dude, man. You know, it was a good time. It was a while now, 2009, it was back then, but it was still, it still sticks out in my mind as one of the best ever. Yeah. Do you, Legendary. Have you stayed in touch? Yes. Uh, no, we we haven't really stayed in touch. Um, you I, don't you don't like text them your no. your meme of the day every yeah, day. I, <laughs> I'm like, dude, you guys, I'm just the worst at that bit. I'll see somebody like I admire, whatever, like you know, like for instance at the Hoku's, I was just at the Hoku's and I passed Jack Johnson like seven times and I didn't say anything to him. You know what I mean? It's just like I'm just weird like that. I just don't want to bother them. You know what I mean? And and. It just turned out that I ended up performing, and he he flagged me down at the end of the night and told oh. me, you know, hey, that was awesome, whatever. But I'm just bad at that, man. I don't I don't like bugging people. You know Jack I mean? Johnson and Eddie Vedder have in real life a very similar vibe, a, mm. a similar kind of disposition, and they're both very kind of laid back and chill. Yes. But also, like they they do give off the vibe that they're you know approachable. Yeah, and oh, they are totally. actually both yeah. very gracious. Yeah. yeah, they are both super down to earth. I'd agree. Yeah, hundred percent. You've been um, your look and appearance on stage is deceiving. You come out on stage. I mean, I've seen you come out a few times, and people think, "Oh, I know what I'm going to expect." And then you come and out. And your name is Tavana, right? And people expect, you know, Joe Wyan. You're going to be a Joe Wyan <laughs> band, right? You know, you're going to come out. You're going you're going to play some some slack key Hawaiian. And then you come out, and you know, you got the looping setup thing going. Uh, I mean, you're a one man band. Well, uh, no looping, but yes, uh, you know what you mean. Yeah, the one man band thing. That's and, the and thing. He screaming in people's loop. faces with the demon scream. Like, yeah, it's not. It's not what you expect. It's I, not. I yeah, it's you. not what you yeah, expect. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, not what you and, expect. And, and you're right. I apologize for the looping thing. I mean, no, that, no, that is, I, you, you are know. the anti loop. I, I want I'm people just a to nerd. know that. I, you know. No, I think I think it's important <laughs> because I think most uh, people are so savvy now that they they know the looping thing, the yeah. YouTube stars and whatever, and the one man bands. It's typically it's all looping, but I do want people to know specifically that everything you do is live right. and not looped, yeah. which is right. obviously that much harder. Harder, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a different thing, different thing. I, yeah, no, it's not easy you can, to loop. You can brag. Uh, he's, he, he knows. <laughs> I see the smart uh, modest. <laughs> you play uh, all kinds of different music, different genres. I mean, For I guess sure. it depends on the gig, where you're at, what you're doing. Um, what What's your favorite kind of music to play? Oh, oh. good job, Yui. <laughs> um. You know, I'm I'm the worst guy when when people ask me about favorites because you know I'm just like I'm constantly shifting that. Is it know, is it more day, your your mood at the yeah, time? Yeah, it's of the a gig? lot more my mood. But I mean, I would say that it'd be accurate to say that blues and rock are have been like super core to what I do and what I've been influenced by. But I mean, there are times when I go on a crazy funk, you know, just time of my life where I'm listening to a lot of funk or I'm listening to a lot of jazz or I just get influenced by everything really. But yeah. you know, it does seem to come out. What's the strangest genre then? That, that would surprise me if you say, oh, you know, yeah, I rock out some rock on and off every once in a while. Yeah, know? I do rock out some rock on and off sometimes. But also, you know, like I, I love these uh, guys' motion trio, which are like a trio of uh, of um, accordions from, from uh, what do you call that place? Poland. Really? <laughs> and they're just awesome, man. I, All you know, three accordions. Three accordions at the same time. It's just like, it's just a musical wonderland. And, and accordions have evolved over the years, too. I was, <laughs> the, uh, uh, you know, the, what's the band? What's happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a you said to get weird with you it. You said know? it because it was Streetlight Cadence was oh, just yeah, in yeah. town. Exactly. And yeah. one yeah. of those guys, you, the, the kid, I, I forget his name. Yeah, yeah. But and he, but does he the, plays he, the accordion. With the with the bass pedal, too, when he's yeah. doing the bass and the ding 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 Yeah. And I just, he got he recently got sponsored by an accordion man. Uh, and just wow. living the dream. Right? Wow. But check this out. It gets even crazier. The instrument that he plays, it's like an electronic keyboard. So, like, he's playing it for me, and it's making duck quacking sounds, you know? Or he's playing it, and it sounds like a choir. Like, it basically, it's a, it's a keyboard now, but it's an accordion. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is the new one. And so, like, basically, now he can make any sound he wants and still make it sound through the accord I don't know it's super crazy the accordion world has really come a long way it's, it's, it's really, really, it's really so big am, there you go you're missing out Yui. you I know apparently I miss my true need to, need to expand your accordion collection in Spotify <laughs> 
This show has totally gone off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> so you're from here, though. You're from yes, Hawaii. Yes, I'm born and raised right here. So I mean, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of blues funk in Hawaii. It's not a lot of blues. Period. Yeah, in Hawaii. Man. It's a pretty small scene. Right, right. I, so where, I, I where'd you get your music sense from? where you're going with this. Um, I, <laughs> um, you know, it's got to be a lot for my mom. You know, um, she, was, she was into a lot of stuff like that. Um, but, but really, it kind of just like, like PBS, like back in the day, would like randomly put on like B.B. King, Eric Clapton, Buddy Guy, all these guys mm. playing together. And I think I like caught it one time. And at that time, I had just picked up a guitar. I was like 13 years old. And I watched these legends just going at it and like, soloing and, and rocking on stage. And I just remember that moment where I was like, what is what is this? What what's happening? These guys are amazing, you know what I mean? And I just started to dig into Jimmy and Clapton and BB King and yeah, that was it from there. I was I was the one guy listening to a lot of stuff. Everybody's like, look at them girls today's Dukes on. and I was like, you know, whatever. There it is. I was like, oh there it is. Nope. So was it more so it was more about the guitar and not so much about the music per se. It was just the guitar portion of the blues is kind of what yeah, you like latched on you know, to because you were all, new at guitar at the time. The weirdest thing was, you know, growing up, I like all my brothers and my sisters and my mom and everybody sang really well, and I was the one that couldn't sing. And they would always be like, every time I tried to sing, they would look at me and be like, oh, and they give me the no, 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 don't, 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 don't do that. My mom said that I came out of the womb all wah like that, and it was just like super. I just have a really froggy voice, you know, so they would tell me not to sing all the time. So I just, you know. Ended up not doing it, so really my intro to music was all just instrumental stuff and guitar, you know, oriented. But then went to music school, started to sing, you know, kind of closet sing, and just like, you know, yeah. And then I just really got into it, and now I'm the only one in my family that does it for a living, so whatever, you guys. <laughs> Suck it, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Why don't, we, why don't we hear some of that music yeah. right now? Oh, all right, just improvised version of a song called Island Days. All right. Days in clear blue water, yeah. The mountain ranges all good and daughter, yeah. I can't get enough of these island days, oh, yeah. Oh, you take me back to Honolulu, yeah. At a surface high, man, I'm flying to sing a song, man, all night long, yeah. I've been living all these island days, Told me not to fall in love I could not help myself Miss my plot again And sleeping in with my new friend Oh, oh, yeah My days in clear blue water Yeah, mountain ranges Dancing daughters And I can't get enough of these island days Oh, yeah and it's been so long since I've been home I think I lost my job and my palm is gone but that's all right, I'm doing fine, man. I've been living all these island days, yeah. Oh, man, they told me not to fall in love, but I could not help myself. 
Man, I miss my flight again I was sleeping in with my new friend Oh, yeah, man Whole island days, then Clear blue waters, yeah Mountain ranges, then Graceful daughters, yeah I can't get enough of these island days, yeah, man The sun shine upon my face Oh, beautiful waiting day, yeah Talking about these island days, yeah, all right. Woo! Yeah. Damn. Yeah, you yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, oh, you know, geez, thanks. I'm always like, there's so much like people that's like, who is that guy? And I'm like. Lana, like, how do you not know him by now? <laughs> and all the staff is always like, he needs to be more famous than he is. Like, <laughs> how are That's you not, it. though? How are you not? Like, I, it's just yeah. crazy. That should be the tagline on your website. Tavana. Should be more famous than I am. <laughs> <laughs> that should also be the tagline on my website. <laughs> <laughs> Yours should be infamous. I think maybe we'll use that word for you. And Maleko's would be, I don't understand how I am as famous as I am. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. That, Woo, um, that was fire, man. I, I felt it, I felt like you just you kind of went went off on a riff there for a little bit and just kind of brought it out. It's it's so cool that you can do that. I mean, there's not a lot of vibe in this room. I mean, there's three people here with with some cocktails. We're trying to make a vibe, but, but you know, playing in a room full of people is easy. But it's like, man, you can the way you can lift up a room like that is just incredible. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you so much. I I could definitely see you know the perfect fit for you to open for like a shaky graves or like an Alabama shakes, because obviously, you know, rock is clearly influenced by the blues. Totally. Yes. And so it's, and it, that definitely seeps through your music. I mean, 100%. Yeah. And it's actually really good to see right now that the scene, there's so much of a scene for that kind of stuff going on, you know, with like, Finally, yeah, you know the, the the resurgence of all this old older you know American music and stuff is just really cool to see that people are respecting that again, you know. Well, alternative music completely went in that direction for a little bit. Like, I mean, we you just, I mean, all the old instruments are coming back. Exactly, on. Like, you know, it's just really accordions, accordions, know, other accordions, <laughs> banjos. But, but then there's like accordions. <laughs> I mean, it's so big now. There's like accordion <laughs> companies are sponsoring artists. Right? Dude, it's so right? crazy. Right? Crazy yeah. Living the dream. Accordions are not Slip cheap. The dream. No. I guess they're not. They no. are if you're sponsored That's by an accordion right. company, That's then right. you just you get it for free. Right. <laughs> True story. Uh, speaking of instruments, um, steel guitar. Flash came in here like just randomly earlier today and he just he announced to everybody in the room he's like did you know the steel guitar was invented in hawaii it blew my mind it blew your mind it, it blew, was invented in hawaii you didn't in know hawaii that. i thought like probably almost everybody does it's like it came from like i don't know if it was i would say nashville but somewhere texas country music yeah. is where because that's how most people are introduced to the steel guitar sound but in doing my research on tavana specifically because i know that he plays the steel guitar uh, quite a bit and you're as far as i know the only like non-hawaiian local musician that plays steel guitar I came across the fun fact that the steel guitar was actually invented in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, a man named Joseph Keikuku, I think he was from like EA side, he was you know, walking along, he had like a Spanish guitar in his hand, and he had um, just like a random like steel pin in his hand. I think it might have been like from the railroads or something like that, and he accidentally brushed up against it, and he, you know, and he discovered it. He did, he he started to play with different tunings, and he was a musician that was a traveler. So he went off and he played all the vaudeville theaters and stuff, and it just quickly spread throughout country music, and even then he went up to Europe, and it started to spread all the way in through India and all these other places. And if there's a there's a great book out there called um, 
Oh, gosh, what is it called? Um, Kika, Josh, I don't know, but it's great. And <laughs> it just explains the whole history about it, you know, and it just goes down the line and how it's influenced all the music that has steel guitar, which is quite a bit, by the way. Which also would explain why steel guitar is so prominent in Hawaiian music as well. Right. I thought Hawaiian music was co-opted by that country. by the yeah. Howleys, yeah. but... As is typical. Freaking Howley's! <laughs> you like steel or steel guitar? More cultural appropriation, and then the white people claim it as their own, and then people like me think that the white guys in Texas invented it. Freaking Howley's, brah. <sighs> that is. I'm blown away by that. Yeah. But I love that, that you play like that. Kika Kila, that's the name of the book. Hey! <laughs> oh, it's a throwback. As usual, my brain is just a it's little good. light. That's all right. It's a podcast. People can fast forward, rewind. For like two of you that read books. That's right. That's it. Does anybody read books anymore? <laughs> yeah, I just Google. Just just bring it to my house. I'll read it to That's you. It. That's yeah. it. Can you just post the headline for me? <laughs> so how, how did you get inspired to start playing the steel? Because that's a, like a whole right. different skill skill set right than playing regular guitar that actually for me that came out of necessity i cut my thumb trying to fix my girlfriend's window uh in the rain with a serrated knife i hadn't cut right through the tendon of my thumb oh and uh you know at the hospital the surgeon was like let's back up there for a minute i'm in the rain i have a serrated knife and I have a window that I'm trying to fix. I think only good things are going to come next. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Oh, I don't even, you know, we won't even go whether or not I was in my right mind at that moment. But anyways, <laughs> uh, what it led to... What, actually, we're still together at this very moment. Yes. yes True love. Exactly. True love. The fact that I would cut my thumb to fix her window really... In the rain. Yeah, in the rain. Totally and, sober. Blood squirting everywhere. Super romantic. Anyways, um, so, <laughs> uh, so surgeons like, okay, so you can't bend your thumb like 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 this for about three months, and I mean, you know, I'm paying all of my rent and everything off of music, and I'm like, dude, what am I gonna do? I can't, I can't play. And then so I, you know, in the middle of the night, I couldn't sleep, and I was like, you know, and then I thought about the slide players. They use this bar, and their thumb is straight while they're playing. Right. So I, you know, in the middle of the night, I get one of my old acoustics and I like raise the strings super high with like little slivers of credit cards and I just go to my gigs and I play these four hour gigs that I have to hold on to them, all slide versions of everything I know, oh. which are terrible. I mean, they just sound awful. They're just like crazy, like weird blues versions of like, you know, House of the Rising Sun, which isn't a blues, like all these versions that don't make any sense. But through that, I held on to my gigs and I fell in love with the instrument. Bought, a, bought one of my own, and then eventually my friend Mike, Mark Eisman, who makes these beautiful Weisenborn-style lap steels, made me one. And that's sort of my signature guitar that I play. And, you know, it's kind of like my secret weapon now. I mean, people love it. You know, that yeah. it's just such a unique sound, hmm. sounding instrument, you know. so It's beautiful sound. I mean, it's like, it's like yeah, I, I love, whether it's in Hawaiian music or blues or whatever country, right. it's, just a, it's a very interesting, unique sound for sure. Like you're one of like the very few uh, modern artists in Hawaii that uses that, you know, because everyone that uses any sliding or steel guitar is like super Hawaiian. That's what I'm saying. Super yes. old, yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, and super like, old. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Let's be real. I'm glad you didn't become a DJ after. <laughs> uh, I can't do this anymore. I'll just become a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being a real musician. <laughs> Thanks for using actual instruments. I know, right? Let's start with that. I uh, can joke on it. It's because she's a DJ. Yeah, <laughs> DJ Uzilla. <laughs> you you play solo. You're yes. a one man band. One man band. Uh, why 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 have you not picked up four other guys who want to hang on to your coattails? Uh, that kind of all happened interestingly and sort of organic as well. Um, I was doing the looping thing actually. You know, that's kind of why. That happened earlier. It was, I was a looper. Forgot forgot the looping pedal in the car, or in the, I forgot the looping pedal in a cab, and um, it was never to be seen again. So I'm at my gig the next day, and it's I, at the same place as your guitar pick from the Eddie yeah, Vedder show. Exactly, yeah. it's in the you know Bermuda yeah. Triangle of instruments, and about four of Flash's cell phones. There we go. <laughs> yes. Wow. And oh. dignity. Let's and, call them. And, and seven of my ex girlfriends, but whatever. Oh man. Yeah. Um. So yeah. <laughs> 
I guess uh, <laughs> what ended up happening is I couldn't solo anymore. Ended up starting to stomp on the stage where you could kind of hear it through the mic. And then so through that, I started soloing, lead, doing like guitar leads over the stomp and realized that that actually sounds decent. And so I started bringing in a kick drum and I started bringing in a tambourine. And then I built this crazy thing that you see now. And the reason why I like doing it you know, now, first of all, it's just the most crazy experience. It's so cool. Like, there was a point in time where I was gigging so much and playing the same set over and over again. I would just zone out on the TV in the corner or, like, I was just not in the music. You know, it was just getting really, like, soul-sucking. Yeah. And when I discovered this, it's like there was no more opportunity for me to be not present in the song. You know, like, all of my limbs it are going. It forces you to be it pay attention. It forces you to be for every millisecond to be mm -hmm. paying attention to the music. And I just ended up falling in love with that feeling of being perfectly in the now because you have to be, you know, you, yeah. every limb is moving together, yeah. including your voice. So your whole body is consumed in it. You know what I mean? So that's why I do it now. Not to mention that I don't have to worry about late drummers and bass players and all the phone calls and the people, you know, all of that stuff is also really awesome. Oh, drummers. Traveling is drummers. easier. Drummers. <laughs> Always late. Uh, you know I, who's on time? The accordion player. That's right. Oh, every single time they're early. <laughs> hey, boss, I'm here. Where are you at? <laughs> the game's not for another three hours, Timmy. Because you know accordion players, their name is Timmy. That's it. They're just, and they never have anything to do. Yeah. So they're waiting. It's cool, guys. I'm here just doing some research on the kick. I'll, I'll, I'll be here. Just want to get the feel of the, of the space. Oh uh, we love accordion players. Though. That's it. It turns out accordion players also listen to podcasts, so there goes our only listener. Do they? Do they? You made this crazy setup. I mean, you are you are the one man band, as you just described. Your percussion, your leads, your bass, your vocals. It's like it's all. You and like you said, all four limbs going at the same time. Um, right. Did you have to rewrite the songs to do that? Um, I, I would say uh, some of the stuff that, like, some of the covers I was already playing changed because of the setup. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I definitely reworked them. Uh, a lot of the music came from the rig, though. You know, just playing with it in my house and um, and you know, songs coming from that and from what I can do with it. You know, and it's that it's, that's kind of how it's going now too. Is songs that are coming out now or based on what I can do with my rig. You know is I mean? that another benefit of having the rig? Is it kind of helps you create a certain style of music? Oh, absolutely. I would say that it, it in, a, in a sense, it has been defining what I do now, even musically in, in, in my arrangements. You know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, what can I do here? You know, what do I have at my, you know, at my fingertips and my, and my toes? You know, <laughs> that I can use for this, which is really cool. And I mean, it's kind of cool because I feel like I'm just kind of barely scratching the surface. I'm not really using any guitar effects. Everything's really raw sounding. Um, I'm just using simple kind of kit sounds. And you could do anything with it. I mean, I could bring in a absolutely anything I want because they're electronic drum triggers now. So yeah. I could be playing bass parts with my feet if I want. I mean, it's, it's wow. so endless what, you know. So it's like not one of those things where I'm like, okay, I'm bored now. It's like yeah. I really, there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of heads headroom now for for growth with it, you know. And you're using that. You're you're you've gone from uh, playing, you know, the corner of a of a bar or a restaurant to now. I mean, you're playing headlining gigs, or or at least you're you're opening for headlining gigs. Like you yeah. you've got your tour going now. Yeah. Uh, that's an elevation of you as an artist. It, does the music change with that too, or is it just the progression of things? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. <laughs> The music definitely changes um, based upon like when starting to play at Hawaiian Brian's and having my own showroom to to perform for people. Are you still doing that on Tuesdays? Uh, the Tuesdays are on hold right now, but they are to return. Um, me and them are in great, you know, terms. We I love those guys. They're they're really great. Lee's um, good people. Lee's good people. Shout out to Lee. Shout out to Lee. Hawaiian Brian's. Hawaiian Brian's a good spot. Um, and then so that will resume at, at some point. And but right now my main spot is a Friday at the Hyatt um, Hyatt Centric, the new Hyatt, which is mm. really beautiful space. Sick too. little yeah. bar yeah. pool yeah. situation. Sunset, yeah, you know, good yeah. vibes. Hidden gem, great date yeah, situation. Yeah, good date spot, exactly. Mm -hmm. um, Wait, where is this? Or side salad spot or whatever. <laughs> what is, hey, potato, it's, potato. It's kind of like above where like the Shack Waikiki used to be. It's in that same parking lot. Oh. If you go up there, it's right next to yeah. um, like the Lalo and. Um, okay. in, in International marketplace yeah. and all that on the on Kuhio. He's asking for a friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Date spot, you say. 
Yeah. Side salad spot, you say. <laughs> <laughs> I want, uh, we've been talking about these petals. I, can you describe? Because I have never seen a petal situation. It's like a whole like Starship Enterprise yes. that comes out on <laughs> stage, but all f- just for your feet. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? Um, like, you know, there's, there's church organs that have like 12 right. petals underneath. Yep. And, you know, you look at that and you're like, how could you possibly play all the Like, you have all those pedals and you actually play them all and you do the different... Right. But it's like that combined with, like, the whack-a-mole thing because the pedals are always <laughs> moving, right, as he's touching them and not yeah. touching them? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that all came about, like I said, I was using a kick drum and a tambourine. And, you know, that was cool. And then I started bringing in, you know, realizing that I could use drum triggers, like electronic drum c- triggers. And I found this particular one that I really liked the way it looked. And I just had this idea, like, what if I just bought six of them? You know what I mean? Which would run me a lot of money just to see if something would work. <laughs> you know, which I did do. I had to buy the module and all six pedals and, you know, be in, like, the whole a few grand. And then I brought it home and I set them all next to each other. And I had a mirror across from me and I was looking at it. And I was like, dude, this is crazy. This looks like an actual instrument, you know, but which... Obviously, it wasn't. It was just or a spaceship. Yeah, a spaceship, <laughs> Enterprise, exactly. Um, but yeah, it was it was kind of just just an idea that that came to fruition that ended up really working well. Yeah. Luckily, you know, and and I yeah, I've been using it ever since. It's really great, and I you know I, I can't wait to see if somebody else you know picks it up and starts doing it. I mean, I'm a guitar player that sort of played the drums that went in that way, and I, I imagine what if a what if a drummer was sort of played the guitar. Like, what would happen then? Well, they'd be late for the gig. (laughs) (laughs) Drummers. The accordion guy would be like, hey, man, I set up all your pedals. Where are you at, bro? (laughs) (laughs) Let's get, you want to get him playing another song? Let's do one more. Uh, Yes. You got it. Place on fire. Give me a chance and never let you down. Oh, yeah. I don't wait to live forever, baby. Yeah. Ain't no grave yeah. gonna hold me in the ground. I don't wait. Trying to say the truth Every day I carry that away Heavy away Until the whole thing's almost done No one knows the way I'm feeling now No one knows the way I'm feeling now No one knows the way I'm feeling now 
I feel like it's that was like I felt like Breaking Bad. Yes. I want to I want to do some. <laughs> you want to do math Shrugs now? You want to make math? Yes, Where's Walter White? <laughs> that was an interesting. Like, it's it's such a, a a raw sound. Like I felt like I wanted to dance. I wanted to get really freaking drunk. You know. <laughs> so many emotions. So much what going on. So that's a Tuesday for Maleko. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The steel guitar has such a yeah. unique, cool sound to it. It's just, it's just so different. I think, I think part of it is just people are just so used to hearing regular guitar yeah. sound that, that it is just the fact that it is different makes it stand out. Absolutely. One of the cool things about playing it too is it it's not a fretted instrument, so there's no pinpointed notes. So it's kind of like your voice is can just go, you know, and so can the instrument. So singing and playing it at the same time, you've got this kind of thing where your mm -hmm. your voice is chasing the thing, and, it, and that's chasing your voice. So it, it really makes you listen really closely to what you're playing, rather than just trusting that your hands are fretting properly. You know what I mean? And it's tuned or whatever. You have to actually listen to the music a lot closer because you're in charge of keeping it in 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 the right chord or, you know what I mean, on the tonic or whatever it is. I don't know the, you know, theoretic terms here, but I just mean like it's not fretted, so it's not anchored to any note, you know, mm -hmm. so you can you can travel between places, which makes it a lot more cerebral, I think, you know. And the fact that you're not coming over this with some falsetto you know, uh, right, the, you know, the Christmas traditional, song or something. Right. Just He's got the mommy frog voice. <laughs> takes this thing out to a whole, whole another level. That instrument is beautiful. Yeah, those specific ones are cool too. They sound different than other lap steels, which could be like electric or whatever, because they, it's different because it's hollow all the way through the neck of the instrument. Huh. So it gives it this sort of the whole the inside space is sort of pear shaped in that way, rather than huh. just being a regular. You know, acoustic guitar, which has that much space inside of it. The neck is also hollow, so it gives it this sort of somewhere oh. in between warm and nasally sound that you don't hear with other instruments. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is super interesting, super technical. Big up to Mark Eisman for building me the guitar. Eisman it's Guitars. It's beautiful. That for awesome. you. Yeah. Very, and you, you know, yeah. Put like tiki's on it. And I know it's very stuff. like yeah. definitely native. Yeah. It definitely looks like looks Dude. like a guitar you should play. Yeah. That's a that's a good way to put it. Where um can people find you online? How do we how do we chase you? How do we stalk you? How do we buy your music? How do we watch you play and buy tickets to your shows? So, you know, you can find me on Instagram, Tavana Official. I'm on Facebook. You can go to my webpage, Tavana808.com. My whole all my show dates are there. Um if you're ever wondering where I'm playing, um the whole months you know, all the way are always there and they're up as soon as we get them. So um there's tons of videos and all kinds of stuff you can check out. Excellent. So go and check that out. Yui, how do we reach you? 
Uh, you can find me at Uzella on everything Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, SoundCloud too. I um, I'm actually gonna do a summer uh, mix series. Of are you, you going to play steel guitar? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I might have to sample that. Or accordion? Definitely the accordion. <laughs> I mean, obviously the accordion. Sponsor me. Uh, uh, that's Y-O-O-Z-I-L-L-A. Or you can go to highue.com. Um, and it has all my all my contact on there. Or and, email old school. And of course, the, sh- the radio show. Oh, right. And you can stalk me for the. I know, right? Oh, and uh, that thing. But no, oh, nobody, nobody listens to the radio. Right. Get it together, Whatever. Yui. Um, there, I mean, a lot of people don't have radios. So iHeart Radio app yes. on your phone. Yeah. Which is how most people uh, are probably listening right, to this exactly. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that cool. that's easier, I feel like. Um, but it's on Sundays on Star 1019. Um, it's called Band Project Next, and I have a wonderful host with me, um, Super CW, and yeah. One of our favorites. Awesome. Look up Yui there. And uh, all apologies and uh, and thank yous to Jesse Saroma, the accordion <laughs> player from Streetlight Cadence, <laughs> who is now... Not, Who's yes. now our biggest enemy or friend, either way. we I think it's cool. I You know. No, totally. <laughs> She said sincerely <laughs> and genuinely. <laughs> it happens to all the guys. Yeah. It's good. No. Oh, it's totally my next mission is to play accordion with my hands and the slide guitar with my feet, and that'll be my new show. That'll, there you go. Jesse will come that'll in. be quite a show. That's it. If you're not famous we'll, now, Tavana, right? maybe that's what what's, it's been missing. Exactly. I mean, and, you're yeah. clearly behind it. <laughs> Coming up on the next podcast, next week, Wednesday, June 6th, we have Kaylee from Young's Market is going to be walking us through the beer culture. And okay. craft beers, and we're also going to have cocktails from Mo, the bar manager over at Moku's. Check us out. It's a new show every Wednesday afternoon on the iHeart app or iTunes. That's it. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Tavana. Thank you, Yui. Right on, you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, that's it. So if you liked what you heard, which, which is unlikely, but that's fine. <laughs> but if you did, tell your friends. Yes. How would I tell my friends? How how does this iHeart app podcast thing work? Really, really good. Look up. You <laughs> see you see those three dots at the top of the screen there on the right. Click that. That's the uh, the okay. share button. Check. Got and it. then you can uh, email it. You can text your friends. You can copy the link. You could post it on social media. Yeah. Just post it on social media. We don't I'll, want I'll you sh- to text your friends or email them. We want every we want as many people mm-hmm. to know about this as possible. So yeah. don't be shy. And don't forget to follow us on social. I'm at DJ Maleko. I'm at Flashy808. That's Flashy with two E's. Or I guess if you turn the still talking. If like, you turn the push up. notifications on on uh. your on your app, then it will automatically tell you. I'm not listening. That there's I've a new show coming up. Left the room. <laughs> no one cares. Oh, I so want to hear more. <laughs> hey! <laughs>